Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Four free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. <laughs> All right, Super Talk Eagle Hour on the road. We're at Southern Bank Corps, our parent sponsor. They're having customer appreciation day here in Midtown. We're happy to be here. They're, they're hey, they're handing out free, delicious hot dogs, hamburgers, chips, drinks. All you got to do is come by and ask. They got cookies. They got all kinds of fun. While uh, while Jeremy and I were setting up, of course, Kelly was uh, made it. Uh, we watched him get out of the car, Coach Ladner, Coach Jay Ladner with us. He goes straight to where the food is. Does that surprise you? Kelly or Jeremy? No, Jer- <laughs> no Jeremy was working. Kelly Kelly came to eat, yes. I don't blame him. I'm going to catch it on the way out. It is a public service because food could be tainted these days. Or and I would be remiss if I did not make sure that everybody who enjoyed the food it had to make sure that the food was there you go. It's like acceptable. my grandmother used to say, eat those vegetables. There are kids starving in other parts of the world. <laughs> That's right. Coach, we're glad you're here. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Thank you, Bob. It's Customer Appreciation Day at Southern Bank Corps, and you were a requested guest. And well, as always, uh, you responded with a yes, and we're happy to have I you I appreciate here. Chris and all those guys having me over. I really do. Uh, uh, it's, it's and of course that what it's not the most beautiful day in terms of the 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 sun being out, but it's a nice day in terms of temperature and there's a great location right here on Hardy Street, seeing all the traffic right across from the school. Good so basketball weather. Though, it's, it's getting basketball weather, that's for sure. I haven't a chance to ask to thank you for arranging that picture at your at your event the other night at the Civic Center. We've got more comments about the picture of my four foot ten <laughs> wife with your two seven footers. <laughs> that was a good picture. <laughs> Coach, expectations sky high yeah. among the fan base. How times have changed, Bob. You know, <laughs> you know, last year probably you're sitting here and we're, we're hoping we had a job, and uh, now, now if we don't win, you know, I may be back in the same situation. Um, but uh, we just really, and I'm, I'm not. This is no kind of coach speak or whatever. Just we try to win every day, and uh, we try to not ri- not let the criticism or the praise affect us very much. And um, of course, we've had a lot of criticism, you know. And then of course, this past year, you get a lot of praise. So you kind of have to take both of it with a grain of salt. Not really listen to it too much. Uh, put put the blinders on. Put the put the earphones on, and, and just be focused on your task at hand and we try to stay focused on the process don't not we don't talk a lot about winning and losing 
What we do talk a lot about is about goal setting. We talk a lot about commitment to excellence and talk a lot about about just doing the very best that we can. And one of our one of our terms that we have in our culture, La Familia is how we describe our culture, is is be an everyday guy. Be be don't just be the guy that's good when it's sunny and seventy two. Be the guy that's when the weather's bad that you can count on. Be the, of course the same guy when the weather's really good. But uh we want everyday guys. Those are guys that just keep grinding and getting better and, and we've been fortunate We've had a, a team full of them over the last two years. We've got another group this year. I know the guys want to get in here. I'll just say this, and then I'll let them in. It was such a pleasure with those kids a couple of weeks ago, and Kelly and I have been talking about it as we run the interviews. Your kids, to the man, were humble, respectful, polite, articulate. That's a credit to the kind of kids you've brought here. Well, I, and I thank you very much for saying that. That's important to me. I just think that there's a lot more coaching basketball than winning and losing and x's and o's and and it's it's a trying to i I, of course i think i think we're drifting further and further away uh as a a society particularly american society from the educational aspect of athletics and i think that's a sad thing but that's that's the way i've always taught and thought it should be done those are the those are the people that i looked up to when when i was growing up and that influenced me to get into coaching um, of course, first and foremost, my father, but Coach Harry Breland at Oak Grove and Coach Turk here at USM, Coach Denson, Coach Palmer, uh, those were people that, that taught more than the X's and O's and out, out there in, in, in the sports. And that's what we're supposed to be doing, and that's what we're going to continue to do. But first and foremost, we are intentional about recruiting uh, high-character young men, and uh, we talk to them a lot about about manners and 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 to be real frank with you, Bob, it, it's it's we always I used to say we're your secondary family, but now uh, with some of our issues that we have in society and so many of our players coming from single parent or even no parent homes, we we really become maybe their primary family. So, but I'm, I'm very thankful for you to say that. Uh, uh, and I want to. I'll make sure I pass that on to our players. But the the way that they learn respect other people, uh, I think that's a, a great value. Uh, having good manners, great value, and uh, and again, uh, having high character young men is important to our program. So, coach, a lot of new faces this year. Of course, uh, it seemed like the the guards came early, and then you were able to get the big big dudes down the stretch. Yep. Because you have such a plethora of, of good guard, I mean, it's, it's pretty wild, yep. your, your ball handlers. Is it, you're going to lean more on them this year and kind of let the bigs catch up? I is think that, we'll be a little different team. I think that's where you're headed, Luke. We'll be a little different team. We, we do feel like that we have a high major backcourt. Uh, of course, Austin Crowley, we think that very good chance he'll probably be preseason player of the year you know in the league he he seems to be the odds on first team all league last year off of off the championship team um of course neftali neftali alvarez is back very dynamic guard mo arnold's had a just a great off season of course it's a fifth year guard very strong tough young man from picayune um there's a young man named kobe montgomery that that a lot of people don't know about yet um that i think will will kind of uh, have a pretty quick coming out party. We know, uh, we know about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> Kelly has a poster of him at his house. <laughs> Maybe some of our, you know, fans uh, and 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 hopefully our opponents don't know too much yet. Maybe I hope they're not listening in to this show. Um, but it won't be. You, you can't hide him. Won't be able to hide him for very long. But he, he's a, he's a really good player and and just a Southern Miss guy. Just he's no maintenance. He's just tough off the floor. He's an, he's he's 
just such a, a good young man, but he's got that toughness that, that I think embodies uh, Southern Miss athletics in our school. Um, uh, I think Donovan Ivory is another young man who's got it. I think I think Donovan, in, in our exit interview uh, last spring, I talked to him about, I said, Donovan, you, 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 you have a first – I mean, uh, uh, all Sunbelt Conference uh, ability. Uh, it's time that you, you know, you show it. And he did. And of course, there were times last year you could see uh, Donovan. Donovan flashes of brilliance, but he mm-hmm. he needed more consistency. And and he, I think, he's really matured in the off season. And uh, you know, so our, our, certainly our backcourt is our strength. Next Tuesday, media day in New Orleans at the Sunbelt offices conference champions last year you're going to be the rock star what is what one question do you think the media will ask you more than any other question well i'm gonna say two things one i go back to last year and we were almost an afterthought deandre pinckney and i were down there together so if that's how it plays out this year kelly i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna laugh but anyway uh i guess i guess i'm sure the the question most likely is going to be how did y'all go from first 14th to first you know and um I want to tell y'all, and of course anybody else that's listening, I didn't just get all that smart in the span of one year, and and I, I'm not any smarter today than I was back then. But the only thing that we did is we had a, a reset of our program and, and, and an evaluation, and I I was. I don't know if I was smart enough, but it started with me. I knew I had to look at the way that we did every single thing in our program. And, of course, the other part, that the only other thing that I was intentional about was filling some vacancies we had on our staff with good men and, and people that I, I felt like that were hungry and uh, could bring something to the table. And, and I think, of course, I, I, so I give credit to our coaching staff and then the intentional uh, of our players that we brought in. We had a great group coming back, DeAndre and so forth. Forth, but but the group that we brought come and it wasn't easy to bring them in Kelly when you you're coming off seven wins, but we were able to bring a group of key players in. Of course, Austin Crowley and and, and Alvarez, Hase, and those guys that 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 kind of bought what we were selling. And now now of course it, we, I think we've kind of delivered on it in in terms of their future. Real quickly, we only got a minute to go, but your assistant coach is off of his meds again because don't tell me again coach Kelly. cardona has said in other <laughs> interviews that you guys are going to the dance uh, this year well uh, is you he know, off his meds again he is <laughs> Kelly, he's, on, he's on red there something wrong yes that he call. is that he's on this coffee i think i've told y'all this before from puerto rico or cuba i, I yeah. think the coffee is actually from cuba this is true and he drinks nine to ten twelve cups a day and he's wired and wide open. Uh, I, I, I whispered yesterday before practice, we were waiting on the players to come out of the weight room and come down the tunnel, come on the floor, get ready for practice. And I was just picking with him. I said, Juan, I said, you okay today? And he looked at me like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing good, coach. I said, I said I'm worried you don't have enough fire in you today. You had not torn into anybody yet, you know. And he started laughing because he, he's he, what you see in, in the games, of course, is what you see in practice. And he's uh, he's just brought a tremendous amount of energy and enthusiasm to our program but he backed it up last year on y'all's show right here i remember i was sitting i was sitting in my house uh kelly Y'all had him on interview, and I'm listening. I'm eat. I'm eating a sandwich. Did, and I, and did I, you soil yourself? I, 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 I'm not going to go that far. Okay. I'm not going to go that far. Okay. But I'm there, and I'm listening. I'm sitting on my back porch, just a few blocks from here, where we're sitting right now. 
and where I lived last year, and I, because I had sold my house thinking I may not have a job, and uh, so we we're moving into it. And that's a true story. So we're we're we're, in, uh, we're renting. My wife and I, of course, we're renting a house. I'm listening on the back porch to y'all show, and you've got Juan on it. Juan says, "Coach, we're gonna we're gonna win the league." I literally spit my sandwich uh, out. Coach, so, Coach, we appreciate you very yeah. much. We're out of time. Uh, Nobody could be happier for you than us. Uh, I appreciate y'all more more than y'all know. Y'all hung in there with us when nobody else did, or very few people did, I'll say. Thank y'all so much for what y'all do for me personally and our program. We're at Southern Bank Corps in Midtown. We're going to have Daniel Stewart on the show here coming up, and uh, we've got another great guest. Daniel's going to show us his expertise in picking games. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, glad you're with us on a Friday afternoon. We're at Southern Bank Corps in Midtown. It is Customer Appreciation Day. We're not in the Southern Bank Corps studio. We're actually at Southern Bank Corps. Daniel Stewart joins us, no stranger uh, to our group, one of our good buddies. Daniel, you guys had quite a crowd here today. We did. We we probably saw 100, 120 people come through, so we had a really good turnout. What was, what was this event? So... For our bank, the month of October is Customer Appreciation Month, so it's our way of giving back to the community, uh, our customers, our friends. Um, something fun to do. It's it's easy on us, and everybody likes a good cheeseburger. Man, it was good. Too. I it's like good. a good cheeseburger. Good. But I, I, I noticed you had the CEO of the bank up in the trailer handing out cokes and stuff. Well, he actually shocked me. I figured he'd be sitting back, kind of <laughs> telling everybody what to do, but he was uh, manning the grill. So he was working. He yeah. was. How long you guys been down here now, Midtown? So uh, we joined Southern Bank Corp back in July of 20. We actually moved into this location in January of 2021, right in the middle of a pretty hectic time <laughs> in the world. Uh, but we, we're in a great spot. We love being here um, right in the middle of everything we feel. Yeah, Midtown's, it, it's a, it is amazing. Look, I bet you had trouble finding a parking spot. I did, actually, yeah. But I showed up, and I was like, oh, yeah, when when we have a remote at Southern Bancor, they do it big. And so Jeremy's <laughs> getting me a cheeseburger right now. I think Coach Ladner walked up, and he's taking uh, he's taking hamburgers and hot dogs for the whole staff. Yeah, so you guys we, taking care of them. We've got some extras if some people listening are kind of driving by. Uh, I, I know you share with us, Daniel, the, the happiness we feel for Jay Ladner after sure. what he went through. And, and we won't get into this too much, but we all know how vicious and unrealistic and just hurtful people can now be on the Internet. Oh, gosh. Boy, he took it. Yeah. So gratifying to see him turn this thing around. Yeah, well, he hit the nail on the head when he said you've got to take the negative criticism, get it out of your head. But also the positive feedback that you get just you know coach barry you know we we talked about coach barry the one thing that stuck with me that he always said was never get too high never get too low and that's kind of exactly what coach latner just said you've got to focus on the task at hand he mentioned setting goals and, and moving towards those goals so that's what you've got to focus I think, on i think people have to keep in mind as Jeremy brings me my cheeseburger. Thank you. Man. Jeremy Thank Graves you. has just been here all week Appreciate that. providing all kinds of people got to remember i mean there's a lot. There's a ton of parity in this league, and the ton of parity allowed Southern Miss to win it last year. Sure. And so, you've got a this perspective, people. It is. You go from from last to first. What happens is now there's a big target on you. Yeah. And everybody knows. And you know, 
everybody knows what Austin Crowley is going to do this year. Absolutely. Everybody knows what Neftali Alvarez is going to yeah. do this year. Yeah. Um, thankful to see though, you know, Kelly's guy when when they see Montgomery for the first time. And yeah, and you know, I didn't realize he had that poster of that kid in his room. He got is it that, personally is that, is that, made. Where it, is that, Kelly? In the bedroom, the living room? Where? Well, I finally I finally took down Farrah Fawcett. Can nobody... I have that poster if you're not using it yeah. anymore? Okay. You remember who, you're not old enough, Daniel, to remember Farrah Fawcett. Oh, I know, I know who she is. Does Absolutely. Luke, does Your Luke parents know? told you what, about her. What Santa Probably. does is yeah. he has these different athletes. I mean, he has Bo Jackson up, you know, all the ones you had as a kid, and he basically flexes, you know, and tries to look like right. Bo Jackson. That's he it. Does. All, all his uh, Pittsburgh right. Steeler heroes. We need to do some picks. And uh, all right. you have the gambit. It is in your your inbox. So, Sander, um Wait a minute. Tell Daniel who's leading before we before we. Bob and I are tied. Okay. Now, Thirty-eight and eighteen. Now I've I was basically like five games up. I mean, I, I skid down the, down the stretch. Sander and I went four and six last week. Uh, Bob six and four. So Kelly okay. thirty-seven and nineteen. Bob and I are one game ahead, tied. So these are going to be some fun ones. All Sun Belt games. Okay. Archie State, ODU, Coastal, App State, and UL are off this week. Okay, so it's pretty pretty uh, wild. We will pick the Southern South Alabama game at the end. All right, first one, Troy, five and a half point favorite at West Point against the Army Cadets. Black, Bob. I, I like I like Troy in that game. Troy's I think kind of getting it together. I'm going with Troy. Center. Unfortunately, they are getting it together, uh, yeah, and the Eagles have got to face them later on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'll take the I'll take the Trojans as well. I, I'm actually going with Army. It seems like the home team lately has kind of had the big favorite. Under Troy's favorite is a patriotic, and I like you know, hey, absolutely. I'll go with Troy. If Wyoming was playing in this game, I would pick Wyoming. You know, <laughs> he's, he's addicted to Wyoming. ULM at Texas State, sixteen point uh, favorite. The Bobcats are Bob. Bobcats. Try it again. Which ULM game? at Texas State. Oh yeah, the, the Texas State gets back on the on the winning. Yeah, game. it's going to be an easy easy one for Texas State. Yeah, I'll go Texas State um, as well. Center appears preoccupied with something. He is. He's working on some stuff. All right, Marshall at Georgia State in Atlanta. Both teams mm, four and one. Game. Georgia State a one point favorite. This one can go either way. Um, I've always kind of been a Marshall fan, so I'm going to go with Marshall. I am too. I I don't. I think Georgia State kind of does this every year. Yeah. They start out really strong, and everybody starts thinking, "Hey, is this the Panthers' breakout year?" Yeah. And then they come back down to life. I'm going to say that Marshall gets back on track. We are Marshall. I was actually <laughs> going to say that, and I almost feel guilty picking them as well. But that, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Marshall. All right, game of the week in the Sun Belt: Georgia Southern at James Madison. The Dukes are a six-point favorite. Hundred percent, James Madison. I like them. What I, I like. Where they were FCS a year or two ago, they've had some success in the D1, so I'm, I'm liking James Madison here. I agree. I, James Madison surprises me, man. They're, they're they just good every time. I like James Madison. Boy, oh, boy. this is What you got? Is this a Lee Corso not so fast? Georgia, Georgia <laughs> Southern can put up some points, you uh, guys. He loves Georgia what are you doing? Southern. I forgot about that. Gata. Gata. I'm, I'm going to – I was – I was looking at the statistic. Georgia Southern is averaging like 360 to 370 in the air Ooh. per game. Wow. Yeah. So I'll go with the Fighting Hiltons as well. All right. Um, group of five game of the week. Tulane, a four-and-a-half-point favorite at Memphis. Wow. Um, yeah, I think it's hard to bet against Tulane here. Memphis has got a good team, but I think Tulane's going to come out, come out on top. 
Green Wave. Green Wave. I'll go with TU as well with Michael Pratt, just too much. All right, I did put a Power 5 game in here, and because we didn't have enough Sunbelt games, 2.30 tomorrow, Oregon number 8 at Washington number 7. Huskies set three-point favorite. The game I'm looking forward to this this weekend is this game. Uh, i got to go with Washington. Okay. Penix Jr. Yeah. I, I, I'm going with the Huskies, yeah. I'm not. I'm taking Oregon. I'm taking Oregon as well. Well, Luke, how can I catch up with you if you and I keep taking the same teams? <laughs> See, this is why you're in last place. Yeah. Last, and I'm yeah. one game behind you guys. Okay. I think Oregon will find a way. So, all right, Sunday, Vikings, two-and-a-half-point favorite at the Bears. Two bad teams, but it should be close. Oh, this pillow fight. This is Yeah. Uh, you know, the Vikings offense is not too bad. They lost Jefferson, I think he's out. Yeah, I, still, I still think the Vikings will win this one. Kelly? I don't. I think the Bears uh, actually find – I know. Find a way. I know, but – but look, this this Vikings ship now has started, started to, sink. to sink. And you know how it goes with these teams. Once oh, yeah. it starts, it's really hard to rebound. And the Bears actually found a way to win a couple weeks ago. Bob, are you done? Yes, Vikings. You're going Vikings. <laughs> I'll get. I'll, I will go with the Vikings um, as well. I think Kirk Cousins will get it done. Lions at the Bucks. Detroit, a three and a half point favorite at the Pirate Ship. Mm. Uh, like I said earlier, the home team, uh, Baker Mayfield. Hadn't had the best NFL career, but I think he does well this weekend, Bucks. I, I am man. I'm on the Lions band. I love watching the Lions play. I'm I'm going with Detroit. Kelly? Yeah, they've proven they can win on the road when they when they beat the Kansas City Cheats. Uh, even with the <laughs> even when they beat Kansas City with the help of the NFL officials uh, and Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'll I'll take uh, Detroit. I already I already had put my pick in. I'm taking the Lions. Saints one and a half point favorite. At the Texans, I at will Texas. say this ahead of time: Saints better watch out in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think but you're right. Uh, you know, I, I'm a, as a Saints fan, it's hard to pick anybody but the Saints yep. in this one. Well, when you're behind, you have to take some of those some of those fence, you know, on the fence games. Yep. I'll take the Texans in Houston. Who that? I'm going to go who that as well. But the Texans could kick like seven field goals in this game <laughs> and win the football hey, game. Have we got a little time? We've got one more game to pick. Okay. Speaking of who dat, you know your team should be shameful trying to steal that. That's all I want to say. Who day, as yeah. in the Bengals? Where, where, where do you think they got that? We got that first. Okay. All yeah. right. And and by the way, the answer to that is who day say they're going to beat them Bengals? Everybody. Everybody. This year. Everybody. <laughs> you know? All right. Uh, the heart overhead pick, Tuesday, October 10th, Southern Miss. At South Alabama, I will lead it off. The Golden Eagles have closed practice this week. Nobody has seen what they're going to do because they're going to come out and be a completely different football team, and they're going to upset the Jags next Tuesday in Mobile. That is my heart, not my head speaking Southern Miss. Hey, I'm a Southern Miss fan. Bleed black and gold. I don't care who's who's better or whatnot. I'm I'm picking something. I right, know. Watch Benedict Arnold in, in practice right here. Just go ahead. Well, my response to both of your picks is crack does not smoke itself. Uh, I am I am. Look, I I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. And and women tell me every day that I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope I am, but I'm I'm behind in the standings. I got to take the Jags. Okay. I love the Golden Eagles. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But but. But, I, but I, just, I just think South Alabama's going to win the game. All right. I'm sorry. So that's 10 games we're picking. I'm we'll sorry, see how Coach, it if you're out. listening. I apologize. All right. Well, that's uh, how much time I got? Just uh, 10 seconds or so. 10 seconds. Daniel, we thank you for having us down here. Glad you, you guys, guys are here. Are thank great, you for coming. great, great part of our family. And uh, anytime we can come down here, it's a great day for us. Well, glad you all are here. And I know just feeding me. You hear that? You're losing your shirt. You hear that? Hey, Michael Mergens. 
Journey. Right now, this is my Southern Miss football anthem right here. You remember Crank Journey? Crank it, Mergens. You remember Journey, Luke? <laughs> yes, I'm not going to stop believing. We'll be right back. South Detroit. Southern Miss to the top. This segment of the Eagle Hour, well, actually, we're at Bancor South in Midtown. It's kind of overcast. Southern Bancor Remote Studios yes, today. Yes, our, our remote studios. We're, we're outside, not getting rained on. It's overcast <laughs> and, and quite comfortable uh, Friday as we get you set for another weekend. Kelly Sander, Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, and Daniel Stewart are our guest co-host uh, today. Stacy Hall joins us now. She's at the university. She's the director of the National Center for S- Spectator Sports Safety and Security, NCS4, as it's called. And she was also quite a soccer star at the, Southern Miss. The greatest soccer player, in, and she's going to be real real shy and bashful about it. But How, how many goals as a freshman? So she she scored 20 goals as a freshman. Stacey, I'm, I apologize. We just have to do this, okay? We just have to, <laughs> to remind ourselves. 20 goals as a true freshman, 50 goals as uh, her, her entire time, four-year letter winner, 11 game-winning goals. She she has 50 career goals. Number two has 23. So she has 27 goals in front of the, the next person in gold. So welcome to the Eagle Hour, Dr. Hall. We just wanted to let everybody know that you are the best soccer player. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, with an introduction like that, right? <laughs> I know. You're just very about, kind, and uh, thanks for reminding me about all of those stats. I totally forgot. Well, the latest research that, that the NCS4 has come out with, one, one of the things that it dealt with was spectator sports attendance, both at the collegiate level and the professional level. I have said, Dr. Hall, and just uh, my view, now this is high school, um, that I have been seeing declining numbers of, of <laughs> games, you know, attend, attendees at high school football games over the last years. You know, and I've thought that maybe younger kids with their addictions to mm-hmm. electronics and handheld devices and things like this, that sports just aren't what they used to be as far as being an integral part of kids' lives. Kind of give us an overview of what all the data from the NCS4 has told us about attendance at collegiate and pro levels. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for having me on and giving me some time to explain our latest uh, research study. Uh, we we conducted this over this over the summer, and really the purpose of it was to kind of gauge uh, sports spectators' perceptions of safety and security for attending events, and you know why are they considered that? Um, you know, we had uh, over 400 uh, respondents, and the majority of those respondents had attended all different types of professional uh, events as well as different collegiate events, football, basketball, for example. Um, and they, um, they actually, most respondents said they consider safety and security when uh, attending. Obviously, people, live sports are, are 
to be fueled. <laughs> it's the best way to fuel live sports uh, rather than sitting uh, on your sofa. So I know a lot of organizations are trying to offer incentives for people to attend events, but obviously they don't want any deterrence and they don't want um, safety, their safety or security to be uh, a part of that deterrent. And they want their experience to be well, whether they're, while they're entering the event, whether they're making their way around the venue, whether they're getting to the seats, getting concessions or uh, merchandise. So we, we, our study was to kind of gauge their overall game day experience and the folks really, most of them preferred physical, physical security measures. That means they wanted the presence of law enforcement, security staff, entry screen and technologies and even security personnel um, wearing uh, body cameras. But I think for us, uh, for our study, what really became apparent is that most of the threats or safety issues that were concerned for participants uh, included theft, uh, use of weapons, alcohol abuse, and um, fan violence. And, you know, close to 70% of our respondents had actually witnessed or observed some type of disruptive fan behavior, and close to a quarter of our respondents were actually a victim of fan uh, disruptive behavior. And even though most of them reported it, it did have a fact on their attendance of future live events. So this whole report was trying to, again, just gauge their safety and security perceptions of of practices at events they attend, the technologies they encounter, and specific threats and game day experiences. Well, when you when you see like soccer matches, or what we call them soccer in the United States, called football in Europe, but when you see how nuts. You know, some of those fans are over there. Are we getting to that level in the United States? Well, you know, hooliganism, it's, um, uh, it is, they say, uh, 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 an English problem or a European problem. Uh, I think the incidence of fan violence is increasing uh, in the U.S. Uh, across all levels of sport, not just, that, uh, not just in, the, in the pro leagues. And, uh, you know, the why, uh, I know during um, or post-COVID, I, I think there was um, some, some concerns about the restrictions. Uh, I think uh, what I'm hearing is there's a lot more alcohol abuse and even drug usage at sports uh, events, and that's um, escalating uh, the problem. And then uh, the fact that a lot of sports organizations now are finding it very difficult to recruit staff, those temporary staff, the ushers, ticket checkers, uh, ticket takers, sorry, and checkers, um, and then and training them to, to how do you de-escalate an incident in the in the crowd? How do you manage crowds and that guest experience? And we're just finding it difficult to, for that that temporary workforce to want to engage in the in you know in those types of uh, behavior. So it is difficult to try and get the staff to come on board and try and squash some of those uh, problems. Luke, and I would think that's part of the reason why even at the high school level they're having trouble coming up with officials because mm-hmm. nobody wants to be abused. Yeah, it's been a real problem, and, and uh, Dr. Hall, you can comment on that too. We're seeing in high school football games being put on Thursday nights just because there's a lack of officiating, and I'm sure all of that kind of plays into what we're discussing here. Yeah, you know, totally. Uh, we've seen security measures uh, increased over the over the last several years for high school events. Now, now you're, you're having like security wands and walkthrough metal detectors. Um, you're having schools issue fan codes of conduct uh, to spectators and having you know more severe. Um, 
uh, penalties. But uh, it, it is uh, it, it is a concern. Um, the National Federation of High School Associations know officiating is a problem. They can't recruit officials right now. And there's actually talk about equipping officials with security cameras, like body cameras, to, again, maybe give them a little wow. bit more sense, sense of uh, safety and being able to, you know, reflect if there is a, a type of incident that they can reflect and they have record of that. We're visiting with Dr. Stacy Hall, who uh, heads up the National Center for Spectator Sports Safety and Security. Um, I, I go back to talk about your career at Southern Miss. You not only uh, great player here, M Club Hall of Fame, but you you champion or you captained uh, the North Ireland soccer team. And so I'm I'm interested along those lines. When we have such a global event like the World Cup, and when when we have it in a new area, you know, like they had it in in Qatar last uh, last fall and, and winter, there's got to be great information that comes out when you have such a huge event in a new location, things that you learn. Uh, yes, um, they, they uh, also, I think, reflected on how others have done it around the world. Uh, I think Qatar, yeah. of course, is going to have their own geopolitical, uh, economic, social issues that have to be dealt sure. with uh, on site. Um, but it takes uh, all federal partners, and we're excited that we're, we're getting the FIFA World Cup here in, yeah. in 2026. And um, FIFA has already started working with, uh, you know, our... Um, state and federal partners here and we're actually wow. looking forward to hopefully you know working with um with those to help with some of the training in those different host cities around the country yeah that's what i was that's what i was going to ask i mean that, that's just really cool that southern miss and and you and your staff is going to be a part of of the world's biggest sporting event Yes, we, uh, we, we work very closely at the moment with the Department of Homeland Security on different sports, um, and special event guides. Uh, we have, um, we have representation on our national advisory board, um, from, um, the likes of, uh, DHS and all of the professional, uh, sports leagues and a lot of the agencies that will be helping support this major event in, in 2026. And, um, we are the only ones in the country that offer, uh, DHS FEMA approved courses in sports and special events. Uh, at no cost, so uh, we're, we're we're gearing up right now, and, and we're we're starting to target some of those host venues to help their their communities. And the fact, like large single day sporting events like the Kentucky Derby, the Indianapolis 500, which is, which is the largest single sporting sporting event in the world, the fact that NC4S you know helps develop these things, and that this takes place right here in Hattiesburg, folks. I think that the NC4S is the biggest secret. We try not to make it a secret because it's just so unique that Southern Miss has it right here in town, and and uh, we think it's remarkable, Dr. Stacy Hall, all the work that that you guys do there and uh i for one feel safer knowing that you guys are are uh, helping keep the eyes in the sky and doing what you can to uh to keep us safe at, at all these sporting events thanks for uh, thanks for joining us uh thank you so much for having me i appreciate you guys thank you and this is just a reminder that dr stacy hall is the greatest soccer player to ever play <laughs> at southern miss thanks dr hall i think luke johnson must have her poster up in- <laughs> hey she was a senior she was a senior when i came in as a freshman and so my whole freshman soccer class that came in i mean she was helping with the soccer team and i just remember like they were like 
That's the captain of the North Ar- Northern Ireland national soccer team. I was like, oh, wow, she's a student athlete. You know, she's, she comes to everything that we come to. Kelly, if it makes you feel any better, I have your poster in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, but you've got you've got dark holes in the eyes and, you know, all sorts of dark how, how holes. How cool is that, though, so, that Southern Miss is being is going to help train for the World Cup coming up in 2026? And that, and that of course, is the biggest not daily event, sure. but the largest sporting event in the world. Markets continues. Sanders, Sanders uh, music's in the background here. Willie's the next on the Eagle. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment of the week. We're at Southern Bancor in Midtown Hattiesburg. My hamburger is finished. It was really, really good. Really good. It's really good. Really good. Bob Kelly and Luke Daniel Stewart sitting in with us. It's Friday, so uh, let's go talk to Will East, who's uh, bringing us our high school football weekly update. Will, there's a big upset last night. Clarkdale beat a team that maybe they hadn't beat in quite a long time, and probably the game of the week is going to take place from about three or four miles from where we're sitting right now. Yeah, Clarksdale beat West Point last night. Uh, at one point, Clarksdale was up 20 to nothing in that game in the first half. Pretty a surprising upset. The Clarksdale's a good team. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Brandon Oak Grove tonight, biggest game of the night, one that we've been circling all season long uh, when the schedules were released. Two of the most consistent, most winningest programs uh, the past 10 years. You know, Oak Grove went to three state uh, stamp- championships and won one of those three that they went. And then Brandon's been the last two state championships in 6A. Now they're both 7A schools. Oak Grove's the number one team in 7A right now, undefeated. But they've been playing <clears> – <throat> A lot of close games this year. They've already had two overtime games. Uh, and then last week they had a, a fairly close game against Meridian at Meridian. So, And then Brandon's playing a lot better. They started 0-2, but they're, they're really coming along right now. So it's going to be a whale of a game. And the past five games, by the way, between Brandon and Oak Grove have been uh, decided by one score. Uh, so I think that's a very exciting game going on. Big game in, in the River City where we have the River City rivalry between – Vicksburg and Warren Central. Now, this is one that history does not favor Vicksburg. Vicksburg has not beaten Warren Central since 2011. Uh, I think they've only beaten them eight times in, since they've been playing this game, which dates back to the early 80s. But Vicksburg is kind of up against the ropes right now, and this game has been close the past couple of years. Uh, so it should be a fun one tonight in Vicksburg with Warren Central hosting uh, the Gators. And then uh, we got some big prep ball games. That's what's going on in the Jackson metro area tonight. The biggest one is Jackson uh, um, Jackson Prep hosting Hartfield Academy. Hartfield's undefeated. Last week they beat MRA sixty three to fifty six. Jackson Prep, the defending uh, state champs in that six A uh, MAIS. Uh, this is going to be a good game. Uh, I think this is going to yep. be probably maybe pound for pound the, the game of the night. If I was going to a game, this is probably the one I would choose because there's going to be a lot of offense, I think, in this one. Uh, Hartfield is just very difficult to stop right now. 63 points. And they yep. scored over 40 points in all but two games this year. 
that game last week, you know, you had, and for our listeners, <clears throat> you had uh, Chris Jones and uh, how, how do you say Reed's last name for Hartfield? He's just kind of Mr. Utility Player. Gijalowski, however you Gijalowski, I think. Yeah. And so you had them, and they were going against John White. And it's interesting tonight, and I'm just throwing out there for Southern Miss fans, you've got the two big uh, defensive line recruits, uh, Caleb Moore and um, and Jalen Owens for Oak Grove tonight. And so, you know, I just love the fact that some of these Southern Miss commitments under Will Hall are playing some of these big games, Will. Yeah. Hey, look, MRA lost that game last week, but it was not because of the offense. They scored 53 points in that game. No, sorry, 56 points in that game. I don't want to short them. And uh, I, I can't remember how many uh, touchdowns John White had. He has just been spectacular this year. They'll probably win tonight. They've got Jackson Academy. Jackson Academy's got a fairly good defense, but MRA just lighting up the scoreboard with uh, with John White at quarterback. They've been tough to stop this year. If their defense could just get a stop. Yep. One One more team or one more game for us to keep our eyes on tonight? I would say it would probably be, and this is kind of, crazy, but Center Hill at South Panola, that Region 1 of 6A is much, much better than everybody thought. When they drew that thing up, everybody thought South Panola would run away with it. And so far, South Panola is the best team in that region, but Center Hill's really good this year. Lake Cormorant is really good this year, and Grenada might be able to beat any one of them on any given Friday night. So, that's one that I'm circling that I'm paying attention to tonight. Good stuff. Will, we always appreciate your expertise. And, of course, people can uh, listen to the scoreboard show tonight starting at 10.06. Man, have a great weekend. Thank you all. All right. We're at Southern Bank Corps here in Midtown. Daniel uh, rejoins the uh, broadcast. And, Daniel, uh, got about a minute left. Just let people know about your great bank down here. Yeah. So, um, like I said, we, we're not new to banking the people. Our bank, though, Southern Bank Corp, has been in Hattiesburg for the last three years, just over three years. But um, we've collectively got over 100 years of banking. So uh, we just love an opportunity to work with you, no matter if it's buying a house or uh, you've got a business opportunity, buy a car. We can handle any of your financial needs. Uh, we've also got the checking and savings accounts, just like any other bank out there does. But uh, we really feel our people make the difference. Uh, like I said, we're right across from Southern Miss as well, so we try to give back when we can, plug in. We love this university. We love this town. And uh, we just want to you know, make the best difference, uh, biggest difference that we can. He loves this university so much, he, like me, picked the Golden Eagles <laughs> in Tuesday night's game. <laughs> so if, if, you, if you out there do believe that all banks are generally the same, go ahead and believe that. But this bank, and backs Southern Miss. No question. So if all things are equal, and, they and you're a Southern Miss fan. And he beats Mississippi State. Uh, every you know, time right. we pick. Hey, man, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you being our primary sponsor. Hey, well, we, we appreciate it very much. Thank you guys for being here. Right, we're at Southern Bank Corp, Midtown. Great place to come do your banking. As Kelly said, no doubt about it. Those are my glasses. Okay. Put them down. <laughs> all right. We'll be back Monday at 1. Until then, Southern Miss. To the, to top. the top. Into the future. Mississippi Media Production.